G'day guys and welcome to the Coach Mark Carroll podcast. Today's episode is going to be a, a really short one, I promise you. Um, this one is three tips on handling the mental side of a build. So three tips on handling the mental side of a build. This actually, a lot of the things just um, you know come to me obviously when I, on my phone, um, getting questions, DMs and stuff like that. And one of the most common, I guess, questions people come to me with or more so problems is they know they want to get out of a calorie deficit. They know they should. They know it's time. They know that they need to get their calories up. But they also really know that their goals come down to they need more muscle mass. They get it but they still don't go into a build phase because they're scared, they have anxiety with it. The the whole thought process around, man, you know what, I'm going to put on some weight potentially is really scary for a lot of people, especially when they've lost weight and they finally feel really good in them, in themselves, in their clothes. And now the whole thought process is, hey, now you've got to overeat to potentially put on weight and that is terrifying for people and I get it but obviously a big part of really constantly improving in all aspects in life is really sometimes taking short-term pain for long-term gain cliche as fuck I know but it's really really true you know the more that we can you know do do the little things now that will help us to then get those rewards later on. And nothing, I think, you know, kind of represents that more than a build. When we're in a calorie deficit, it can be really validating quickly. You know, two weeks of a diet and even just not even losing body fat fat initially, you can just be, you know, lose some water weight, inflammation, feel less bloated, and all of a sudden you feel leaner after one to two weeks. But with a build, it's quite the opposite. It's such a slow process. It really is, you know, a marathon, not a sprint. And that's something I think a lot of people find quite daunting. And, you know, these days I try to put out a lot of education for people to make them realize it's, you know, it's not a three-week period. It's not even ideally a six to eight-week period. It's perfect world, 16 weeks, 24 weeks, 36 weeks even, depending on kind of the person. Now, what I just want to cover is just three really simple tips around, you know, getting through, you know, the mental side of a build because it can be a struggle. It It's not physically going to be so much of a process. It's just wrapping your head around the aspects of, hey, I might not be as lean. All right. So before I get into the three tips, guys, as always, please, if you enjoy this episode, because I know a lot of you, I think, will find value in it, especially, um, a lot of you who have, you know, fitness audiences. So make sure you share it because I know a lot of people could really hear this and I think help them get through quite a tough period. And as always, guys, if you haven't, please leave a five-star rating, a review. It means the world when you do. All right. So three quick tips around mental cyber build. Number one, think long-term. Have a clear-cut goal and understand the why behind what you are doing. All right, bit of a mouthful, but again, think long-term. If you're trying to save money, 
let's say you're trying to save a thousand dollars and you know you make twenty dollars a week all right not using much money there but you don't expect to probably have that $1,000 overnight, right? You're trying to save and you're chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. You're doing the little things well each week. This is the same kind of thing with a build. It's a process. Muscle building takes time. And the more that you go into a build, understanding this is an investment into your future self, the better it is going to be for you mentally when you don't see results in a week's time or two weeks time, or you don't feel like you're jacked in five, six weeks time. It is a process, but it's really un- important when you get started going into a build, try to actually set goals. We're really good at setting goals for going into a calorie deficit. Oh, all right. I want to lose six kilos in six weeks or whatever it is, but with a build set goals as well. It's like, Hey, I'm currently at 64 kilos. I know I want to gain a bit of um, weight. I need a be in a position to build muscle. So I'd probably like to get to about 68, 69 kilos, um, obviously not overnight. I'm going to slowly build up there and I'm trying to get up to that position. And I'm also going to have a time frame on this. I want to spend a good period of time. So for example, when I get a new client today online, I said, all right, we're going to spend the next 16 weeks minimum building. So why does this matter? Because it straight away puts in your head the time frame. All right, cool. I've got 16 weeks minimum. So you're not going to go back and forth. Man, after four weeks, I need to run back to a deficit. Or after eight weeks, commit to this goal. Write it down and say, I'm going to commit to being a calorie surplus for minimum, say, 16 weeks or 20 weeks or whatever it is. Hold yourself accountable to that. But write it down. Don't just go, all right, I need to build. So I'm going to do that. And then a couple of weeks later, Ah, shit, I need to run back to a deficit because I don't feel very good. Simply, think long-term, set a clear goal, a weight goal, kind of a weight range you want to be in. And yes, it needs to be a range where you're probably going to put on a few kilos. It's not always going to be fat mass, remember. So don't freak out, but you need to not be scared of a little bit of weight gain in order to probably build the muscle you want over a period of time. And then also have that time frame. So that's a big one, really, really big one. Hold yourself to a time frame, a duration, as a minimum. And as I always say, try to at least try to get worst case 12 weeks or something like that, but ideally 16 weeks plus, all right? Number two, try to set strength goals within your training sessions and your programming. Now, strength goal doesn't mean you have to go, hey, I'll need to do a one rep max deadlift or a bench press. It can be hey, at the moment I'm squatting 60 kilos for eight reps. Over the next 16 weeks, I want to set a goal of trying to squat 80 kilos for eight reps. I want to add 20 kilos to my squat for the same amount of reps. Or, hey, I can do one one or two bodyweight pull-ups. I want to be able to do five bodyweight pull-ups in X amount of period. Why does this matter? If there's, all right, so if there's ever thing, something that is the Mark Carroll method, <laughs> Um, it would be trying to get my clients strong regardless of their goals. I always want to get people stronger, whether it's one rep, 15 reps, 20 reps. But what I found, especially from working with so many competitors and things like that after their shows, is that during their cut, the mirror was really validating. All the social media likes about how lean you are and how shredded you are are really validating. But all of a sudden, when you go into a build, and into a surplus and you start to not be as lean and you start to not get as many compliments. You start to get told 
less amazing things about how amazing you're looking. And as humans, we're used to being, we get used to that validation. And all of a sudden, it starts to dry up because, well, we're not shred city. So when this happens, I find people then freak out and they want to run back. They want to run back to comfort. They want to get lean again to be told, you know, how good they're looking and all that stuff. It's just human nature. But what I find is when you're trying to actually devote time to being in a build, obviously the mirror is not going to be as validating from, you know, I'm not as looking as lean. So the big thing that I find has clients really excited to still be in the gym is actually performance goals, improving in the gym, getting stronger. Yes, your scale might be up four or five kilos on the scale and you might not be as shredded as you once were. But when you go in the gym knowing, hey, I'm going to hit a five rep PB on my deadlifts today, you want to be there, you enjoy it. Or when you're actually following a plan and noticing your strength going up week to week, you're, it's exciting. You want to keep coming back and sticking to the program. You want to see how much things can keep improving. The big thing I find is that the clients who start to really enjoy their training from not just a, hey, I look good in the mirror, but man, I'm getting stronger. I feel like I'm crushing the weights. I feel like I'm improving week to week. This is fun. I can't wait to be in the gym and test myself next session and next session. The people who do this in a build are the ones who I think actually are able to stick out the build for a longer period of time because they can really notice improvements from not just the mirror, but from those performance goals. And those performance goals in the gym, I find, keep you coming back and feeling like you're progressing and getting validation within the workout when you might not be getting as much validation as you once were when you lost a lot of that weight. Now, number three, and this is a a bit of a, a unique one, I guess, and I haven't seen many people push, but number three is work on some hobbies or skills or something outside the gym. And I've spoken about this a fair bit recently to people, and it's that we often get really, really fixated on, you know, the gym. A lot of us do, you know, and it becomes our new kind of release and it's great. The gym can be life, life-changing life and it can be this fantastic place and we can do amazing things. But it can also be a level where it starts to just become often your only only way to seek validation outside your work and job and stuff like that. And as I said before, if the mirror is not kind of making you feel that good, which I know it often doesn't for so many people when they're in that calorie surplus and they're used to the gym just being kind of the thing that made them feel better. It was the only thing that kind of helped them escape. It can be quite hard and you feel like, well, now you're, your escape is not there. It's not doing as much for you and it's actually making you feel worse. And you're used to running to the gym to kind of solve your problems. And and obviously it's a great place to run for, for the most part, but when it's not always as rewarding visually, physically, it can be quite demoralizing for a lot of people when they put all their you know, eggs in that one basket. So something I, I always like to kind of suggest is obviously still go to the gym as much as you want, but simultaneously try to maybe start adding something else to your life. You know, a lot of my clients play team sports. Some of them in Australia, if you guys know netball, will play netball a couple of nights a week in um, in the winter, even though they're building or they, some of them do swimming and yes, cardio is fine. Or 
Um, you know, a lot of my clients after following me have got into reading and stuff like that. So they love reading and they enjoy reading their book. And it might sound kind of lame, but having things outside the gym is really important. And I find that when you're having things outside the gym, just that which don't center around just how you look, how lean you are, I think it's really, really important, especially when the gym is not giving that kind of sense of, oh my God, I'm looking so good. My confidence through the roof. How else can we kind of gain confidence? How else can we build up our self-esteem when maybe our body fat level is not allowing that, allowing that for ourselves right now? So it's really important, I find, to try to get some balance in your life, to have things outside the gym always, but especially when you're in a building phase and you're not feeling as confident. How else can we build up our self-esteem or not necessarily build build it up, but how do we keep doing little things where we feel accomplished, little things where we're feeling good about ourselves? It can be a tiny little thing like, you know, reading a um, 10 pages that day or, you know, going out and playing with your friends, um, you know, throwing the ball around in the park once or twice a week. Literally little things like that to get you out of the gym or get you out of just focusing around just how your body fat is, I think can really allow you to then feel a bit more mentally rejuvenated. So when you're in the gym, you're there, you're there for a purpose, you're smashing it, but it's not just this thing where it's just your soul, soul kind of center of trying to feel good about yourself because it can often not always be, you know, the, the place that makes you feel amazing. You know, it's it, you go through phases with the gym and I find the people who have really good longevity with their training and their results and are people who I think have a balanced approach. It's not necessarily life or death for them. It's a great part of their life, but they also have time to do other things. It doesn't have to be a big part, but having small hobbies outside the gym, I think can really help you kind of escape a lot of that pressure. All right. So there's three tips. Think long-term and have that clear-cut goal. Try to set strength goals in the gym. And the third one is work on potentially having some hobbies outside the gym when you're trying to build. But I'll throw in one last one. And I know it will kind of sound a bit lame to a lot of you, but it is really true. And, you know, often I used to cringe about this, but I've kind of gone through this a lot with my, you know, falling off of my own physique the last couple of years. And that is be kind to yourself, you know, so be nice to yourself. Try not to go all out on telling yourself when you're say super shredded, how amazing you are. Because if, if all the things you're telling yourself is, Hey, I'm, I'm so good because I'm so lean. Then all of a sudden when you're not as lean, you've kind of told yourself that, Hey, you're, you're so good when, when you're this certain body fat. So naturally when you're not that body fat, you start to then feel these negative thoughts because you've, you've become accustomed to telling yourself, how great you are when you're really lean, but really you want to feel really good about yourself regardless. Okay. And you should being leaner doesn't make you a better person. Being leaner doesn't really change too much in life. Obviously we want to be a heavy, healthy body weight. We want to be a healthy body fat level, but it doesn't change you really as a person. And, and that's one of the things I think when people put on some weight in a build or even general and just putting on weight, the, the big issue is, as obviously the mental side of things and it's it's the, the voice you get in your head and it's just really important to try and be kind to yourself say i think it 
when you understand that, you know, as I go back to the first goal of, you know, understand your why of being in a build, it's important to communicate that with yourself, that you being in a calorie surplus for an extended period of time is your choice. You're doing this for you. You're actually doing this for bettering yourself long-term. So just the, the communication you have in your head with yourself each day when you might not be as lean is really important because that communication will often make you either want to run back to a calorie deficit and never give yourself the time to improve. All that communication can be of kindness, feeling good about yourself, and it will have you actually be more motivated to stick at it and improve and allow yourself to think long-term. So guys, remember, amazing physiques take time to build. Calories are our friend if we're trying to build muscle and the big thing is time. So combine great training with time in a surplus, in a, with calories up, sorry, in a, in a surplus, and you're going to be on a winning formula to improve. And of course, training really hard and intelligently, ideally with my Coach Mark Hour programs, of course. But guys, I hope that helps. Um, it's just a big one, I think, at the moment, especially in Australia. A lot of people are in a in a winter phase and stuff like that in life, so it's no better time to try and do a build than in winter. So I hope that helps, guys. Be nice to yourself. Think long-term and just keep at it. It's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint, really consistently improving your physique, taking to another level. So, guys, I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure you share to your audience and please follow the podcast and leave a five-star rating. Thanks, guys.